When you add up all the elements of your life, you are holding a lot. What do you need to surrender in order to start to feel more ease? Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to this Monday mini-sode where I share a thought designed to help you live into what lights you up this week. As we think about living into the things that light us up, we often need to look at the shadows that exist as well, the darker times, the darker areas of our lives and of our experiences, and we can learn so much from those things that we are either currently going through or things that we have gone through. What sparked this thought for me as I was leading up to the time of recording this episode was knowing that I was coming up to the four-year anniversary of my mother's passing. And typically as I approach December, I start to remember the time leading up to her passing four years ago. And she suffered a stroke. And it's very interesting because up until that time, she'd been living a very regular routine, had her things she was involved in and going out to do and helping people and meeting up with friends, even going to her exercise facility in her building and using the treadmill and the stationary bike. So that was really beautiful. In fact, she did that the day of her passing. She was in the gym doing her usual regular thing and people would know to look out for her. And I would talk to her every day. And so of course, that was the day when it all ended. And yet I'm grateful that she was able to live so fully right up until the end. Of course, going through that whole experience, so many lessons were learned about myself and my capacity to hold such news and such an experience and to be there to hold that for my family, for my boys. And the thing I wasn't prepared for was going through the things that she had kept, some of her writings, her journals, even leafing through her Bible and seeing certain little notes and markings and her bookmarks and things like that. And the thing that stood out to me was that she was very kind and loyal and loving to all the people in her life, and she was harder on herself. In fact, I would see her constantly wanting to grow and do better and be better and listen better. And I could see these notes she would write to herself in her journals and in her writings. It really struck me that she held so much. She held a lot of responsibility for how other people were doing, for how other people were feeling. And I realized, oh, it's so easy for us to do this, to hold on to and to sit with how other people are processing life. And that is a beautiful thing in many ways. It's a nurturing thing. It's caring and a kind thing. And also I saw that she never really let herself off the hook for anything. And as I thought about that, I thought about myself and how that can be very true for myself as well. I can hold so much for others. And yet when it comes to holding things for myself, 
sometimes I don't have the patience. Actually, very often I probably don't have the patience and I can tend to be hard on myself too. And I wonder, how do you land on this? I have a feeling most of us can be harder on ourselves than on anyone else around us. So because I was approaching this anniversary time and remembering and coming into a season of quiet where I do get more introspective, of course, I think of my mom even more this time of year. And you may think of other loved ones this time of year as well, regardless of when they may have passed throughout the calendar year. When we come up to times of celebration with family and more togetherness during holidays and things, we often can come to a place where we really miss them. And that's totally, totally normal. And so as I was thinking about this on a walk recently, this word floated into my mind, and it was the word surrender. This word can be used for so many things that we face in our life, but something I've never really thought of until recently is surrendering the ability or the desire or the need to hold everything for everyone and surrendering the need for everyone to be on the same page and surrendering for myself to help others through uncomfortable times, especially these times that we're in that are so polarizing. I can surrender the need and you can surrender the need for everyone to be on the same page and for everyone to feel safe. Ultimately, that's everyone's individual responsibility. While we can be loving and kind and be there for each other, sometimes that feels like it's not enough. Inside of us, we feel like we have to really dig in and make sure and become hypervigilant for the other people in our lives so that they're feeling really safe and really good about what's to come. And these are very uncertain times. They have been, I mean, really, They've always been uncertain times, but in recent years, the last few in particular, that has been kind of a high alert feeling for so many people. And I thought to myself, what would it feel like if I surrendered that need to make sure everybody feels good all the time? It's really not my responsibility and it's not yours either. And I thought this time of year is probably where that need comes up a lot with family gatherings and coming together with people who you may feel triggered by or who you may trigger, depending on the relationship. What if we just came together accepting each other right where we are and just letting go of having things look any certain way or surrendering to how people are feeling? Instead, if we show up as fully ourselves, the fullest expression of ourselves with a loving, kind-hearted openness to other, even if other or the other person is feeling differently than us about certain scenarios or topics. What if we just listened? What if we asked questions? What if we just showed that no matter what we cared with the people who we love in our lives? What would that look like? Instead of needing to hold on firmly to making each event or get together look a certain way, what if we surrendered? That is what got me thinking about this, this whole anniversary and this whole season. And I wonder what else that applies to for each of us. What do you need to surrender in your life, in your relationships? What do you need to let go of to give yourself more grace around 
so that you can start to feel a release so that things can start feeling more easeful and even more joyful in your day-to-day experience. Where do you need to release some pressure so that you can breathe? These are some thoughts I'd love for you to think about through the week. I leave it with you. Do with this what you will. It's kind of a rambling session today. It just really got me thinking, and I'm wondering how this lands with you as well. I hope that you create space to surrender what's not working for you, to breathe into your desires, and to be wholeheartedly yourself, unapologetically you, because that is who you were designed to be. You are a miracle, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.